Welcome to episode 50 of Concentrated, the podcast about all the stuff we find cool and interesting as nerds of color. I am your host, Maria, and I am here with Manira. Hey, guys. And Eric. Day. Oh, here we fucking go. <laughs> We're still doing this? We can't have yep. a single episode where we started and not just start with fuckery from the I beginning. I watched Knives Out again the other day. And Did I you? watched the whole thing about like one of those everything great about Knives Out videos, mm-hmm. both parts, and it made me love that movie even more. Was so it the one that you movie. sent? Yeah. It was re- that was that one that one was really good. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited for more Daniel Craig. Well, I don't, ki- I don't give a shit what you're excited about, all right? What I'm excited about is what we're talking about Calm today. Calm yourself, madam. Calm yourself. <laughs> Which is remakes. We are talking remakes today, guys. But before we get into it, it is time for Eric to do the news. That's my sound effect now because uh, it's sad times. That's my sound effect because he was just sipping some drink that I can't drink. So. Yeah, it's a delicious strawberry lemonade made by RPA. Hmm. <laughs> Oh wait, are we are we giving her a title? I mean, she got me water, and she made me the strawberry lemonade, so I guess that technically makes her a production yeah. assistant. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, there's a lot of deaths, so I'm not going to report on any of those because everybody dying. Wash your hands. You know, all that good stuff. Um, so I'll talk about some of the other things. Everything's delayed still. Um. John Chu, director of Crazy Rich Asians and uh, a bunch of other really good movies, he has come out and said that um, In the Heights will be delayed. It was supposed to come out June 26, but right now it is currently delayed indefinitely. Like they don't have a release date, but he is saying it will come out in theaters. It's not going to come out on streaming. Um, and it he's shouldn't. Bummed. They put a lot of money into that. Mm-hmm. Every time I see the um, the trailer, it yeah, looks really good. It looked really good. Yeah, him and Lin Manuel Miranda. That you know, they're bummed about it, but they say it will still come out and it will come to theaters. That's good. Uh, one, we have new release dates. Um, A Quiet Place has been pushed now to September fourth. Yeah, September fourth is the new release date. So that's good. It didn't get pushed um, that far. Unlike um, Jungle Cruise, which just came out, and they said they're pushing it an entire year. So now it's coming out July twenty twenty one. Not sad about that at all. It seemed lighthearted and fun. Yeah, I, I was excited. Like, if you do half of what they did with, like, Jumanji, which I wasn't excited to begin with, and then I saw the other two, and they're they're really fucking funny. They're fun they movies. They are really good. <laughs> well, I, I guess here's the thing. I think that Quiet Place being pushed back, I don't know. I like my horror movies in the fall anyway, so I appreciate that one being pushed back. Um, well, they wanted to, to get it in summer movie season. I know, I know, but I just... I don't know. Like, there's something about crisp air, falling leaves, and murder that just all go together <laughs> for me. Um, so I like I like my horror movies around that time of year. Pumpkin spice in hand, horror movie on the screen. It's just it's perfect. Well, fill, filling out the rest of the year, uh, Black Widow has now been delayed and is being pushed to November. It's going to take the original slot of the Eternals, and the Eternals is being pushed somewhere else. So um, I know the only better. thing that. Yeah, yeah, they're taking the time because the movie was basically in the can. They are rescoring the entire movie. So that's weird, but maybe they didn't enjoy the score. Here's a question: Isn't Fantastic Three, Fantastic Beast Three, supposed to be out this winter? No, that's next winter. It's supposed it's to be out in 2021. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's All back right. on Twitter, um, so 
And she's got a lot of time on her hands. Maybe she could, you know, do some rewrites and such. Stop it. All right. Um, She's been been good lately. Leave her be. Yeah. They also in the same vein. Go ahead. Um, (laughs) has been pushed to December. It will now be a Christmas movie. If what? Were Top Gun, the new Top Gun, Maverick, is now coming out in December. Oh, that's why I could barely hear you because I refuse to hear about bullshit ass movies that shouldn't be made that no one wants to fucking see except you and your ding dong brother and this ding dong over here. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I was not excited for Top Gun to begin with. I've never been a fan Ugh. of the original. The only reason I was going to go see it is because it's got my boy Manny Jacinto from The Good Place. I'm, I was, I'm going. I'll go. Yeah. I, there's, a, there's a surprise, Manera. I was gonna have a heart attack and, and die from the surprise of you going to see Top Gun. You and your boyfriend are and, children. Uh, and Lawrence from uh, Insecure are both in that as well. So, no. Depends on if you're if you're team Team Lawrence. I'm not. <laughs> That's been pushed not. to you know December that. 23rd, and uh, apparently it's gonna be opening the same weekend as Dune, which. I'm excited for Dune. I'm very excited for Dune. Because it's being uh, written and directed by Denis Villeneuve, who did Blade Runner 2049. He did Sicario. He did uh, Prisoners. He did Arrival. The man has not done a bad film yet. And I would like to see him take on someone else's material, like he did with uh, Blade Runner 2049. I'll just do a double. Maybe not. If it's Dune, I expect Dune to be It's going to be be like four hours. hours. Yeah, it's going to be like a forever movie. You you don't want to do a double feature that day. Oh, no. That, that's like. <laughs> a, yeah, have you have maybe... you ever seen the original Dune? No. Don't, don't do yourself a favor and find the documentary uh, Jordowski's Dune, and it's about the original version of Dune that was supposed to come out. It's got crazy artwork all through the whole thing, and it's amazing. Like watch Is it that on documentary. Disney Plus? Would it be on Disney I believe Plus? It was on Netflix. It yeah, was on Netflix before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I still think that there's a value to the watching the original good. Dune. But when you see what it could have been and how fucking off the wall it would have been, I, I want that version. Um, casting news. Not really casting news. It's kind of a sequel news. It has been announced. Uh, we are getting a sequel. I don't know if you guys have seen the um, the film Call Me By Your Name with uh, Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Not Charlemagne. No. No. Really? It was a real big hit like two years ago. No, I remember it being a real big hit. I did not see it. Yeah. um, They. I don't remember it at all. And Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet are both coming back. Oh. It's kind of a love story about about two gay men um, in Europe, and it was it was a real big hit. So apparently, you guys weren't watching that. I don't know why you're gonna have to say it like that. Right. (laughs) It's been not really like we busy. Went out of our way to I not see it. <laughs> I don't want to see watch that. Good things. <laughs> if you don't watch good things, then I got I got some more good news for you. Oh, Apparently, shit. according to uh, producer Jeff Lowe, there is one more episode of Tiger King coming out. He has one more episode. Uh, he's going to be pushing to Netflix. Uh, uh, yes. Mayor, look. How dare you? <laughs> how? You just need to understand that that bitch Carol Baskins did it, and you just need to join us. Bitch Carol Baskins. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. There is no allegedly. You need to watch it, and you will understand that that bitch killed her husband. Evidence definitely stacks up against her. Allegedly, Carol. There's a lot of very well-fed tigers in her rescue. And that's fine. Air quotes. Um, Yeah, they're saying that the new episode will drop next week, and it's like an extra 
um, based on additional footage and things like that. And there's the there's, they had an interview with um, with Joe Exotic in jail. I hate all of basically this. how he's how he's coping with the newfound fame. Well, how he's coping with the newfound fame in jail. Stop this. Listen. Stop. So well, he does have like a seventy year prison sentence. Yeah, he ain't, he's he's going to die in there. Uh, but apparently his last husband didn't leave him. I saw an um. Yeah, his, there was an interview with him. Fourth husband. Yeah, his fourth husband is still hanging on, and Joe is okay. But you know there are COVID nineteen concerns in the prison that he was in, so he's been moved. And uh, apparently, Saf. Um, there was an article in the LA Times about how um, on the show they um, misrepresented him because he is a transgender man and they kept referring to him by his um, previous pronouns and like he's fine with it like it, it wasn't a big deal to him it was more so like dealing with this newfound fame like I'm in the house with COVID-19 you know with COVID-19 because there's like everybody else and I go to the store and now people are asking me for my interview or like for my autograph and it's weird and crazy but then he went one step further and he was like that um that series 100 percent um reflected who joe exotica was accurately like there is nothing there that's not who joe is that is exactly who joe is manir just do it i mean no. you watch yeah, so watch much it. you watch gossip girl for crying out loud you can you can watch tire king i just watched watch gossip girl when gossip girl was popping i haven't gone back i'm not your son I haven't gone back. Well, Tiger King is popping right now. I mean, yeah. no, listen, Come she's on. not wrong. Listen, Something's wrong with that it, boy. Okay? Right. He deserves One it. One of us. One of us. No. No, I tried to watch after we recorded. I literally was like, okay, well, let's see what Eric's talking about. I put it on and I couldn't get past the first 20 minutes. I went and watched Picard instead. Okay, well, just fast forward past the I first mean, episode. Good swap. The first. The, the first episode isn't that great. It doesn't really start getting juicy until episode two, which is where we start getting the country music and the polygamy. Yeah, the sex cults and the, the you know, the murder investigation and the other murder, the second murder. There, there's a lot. Ooh, the second murder? No, guys, I yep. don't care. I don't care. I'm I've heard so, so much trash, about it. though. I know, but uh, maybe I want to If I was, uh, what's his name, Safty? The the tiger handler was it Safty or which one? The 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 one that lost an arm. That's Saf. Yeah. Saf, Saf. Yeah. I would be less worried about how Netflix portrayed things and more about the fact that he lost a fucking arm. <laughs> tiger ate, okay ate his arm. He's okay. He's he's he okay so. with it though. He's literally and like okay you know what he tiger you know what he said arm. in the article that I read. He said that watching it. Like watching the episode where they show him losing his arm, it didn't bother him because he's he's kind of over it. But it was like really traumatic for a lot of his family members that clearly knew what had happened, but they didn't but hadn't seen it. Seen it, and they, I mean, they don't show the arm getting completely ripped off, no, but they blurred off. Yeah. They show enough that you know what's happening. And, he, uh, and technically, he said that he made the it decision not. Off. Yeah, he made the decision. They told him that it would uh, he could either have to do a bunch of surgery to save the arm and have kind of limited mobility with it, or they could just amputate. And he decided to let them amputate. And it's like the elbow down. Mm -hmm. You said, oh, it's the elbow down. Okay, that was going to yeah. be our next question. 
right, or, well, or just just below like the uh, just above the wrist. So he's got like three quarters of an arm. Oh, okay. Listen, Saf is the is the realest G of the whole series because he lost a fucking arm. Yeah. But I mean, well, graphic. Carol lost a husband. Oh, she does not seem concerned about it at all, which is how you know she fucking did it. Because even they showed like video footage of her, like when it happened, being like interviewed by news reporters, and you would have thought that somebody told her that her neighbor had lost their dog. Like that's the level of emotion she was showing. Oh no! When her husband disappeared. He said he was going to Panama. Maybe she or, still oh, believes that Costa, Costa Rica. Rica? Is, yeah. He's in Costa Rica. Totally in Costa Rica, just chilling. All right, wait a second. Now, we're not the tiger. You know, <laughs> you just, you just watch it, and then we could do a whole episode on just Tiger King. You know I'm not gonna, so that's fine. Just so keep next watching week when we talk about Tiger King. No, we're, <laughs> we're not talking about this. She, Tiger she King. will have seen enough new memes by next week that she's literally going to know the whole show without watching it. Because all you got to do is read the memes. <sighs> all right, Eric, any other news? Because your news is kind of shitty right now. Uh, everything's delayed yeah the world sucks and the only thing getting us through it is tiger king right now (laughs) no did anything is anything new going to be dropping on any of our new like any of the places that we watch things of course you you don't want to watch coffee and kareem on netflix that came out this friday Uh, no No, don't helms and taraji Oh, yeah, my brother-in-law was watching that yesterday, and I was like, what the hell is that? And I got a couple of chuckles, and then I walked away. Yeah, I sent that to these two. want to kind of feel good? Yeah. On Netflix, Uncorked is pretty good. I started watching that the other night about the the guy who wants to be a a master sommelier. I heard it was really uh, good. I heard it was sad, too. Yeah, he's stuck trying to like uh, live up to the legacy of his family in their like barbecue shop. Yeah, it's on my list. Yeah. Tiger King is not, but that is on my list. Just saying, you got a lot of time to kill. At least be enjoyed, I- entertained during it. I am. I'm keeping myself busy, like That's everyone else who is not watching Tiger King. Everything is is late. Everything is sad. Wash your fucking hands. That's the news. Yeah. We're never leaving our houses, guys. Yeah. Ooh, but Amazon is still des- delivering books in like two to three days. They are oh, indeed. Fuckers. Just saying. I mean, or you could uh, take advantage of all the free stuff on Audible. There's a lot of free books. Uh, also, uh, depending on if you have Verizon Cable, they're giving you free stars and showtime for the month of April. There's nothing worth watching on either one of those networks. But yeah. okay, thanks. Dennis and Mero on Showtime. Oh shit, Jesus! Well, I can also. And they're coming back. Yeah. No, they've been. They did two episodes last week. They're doing it. Oh, did they? Oh, fun. Okay. Well, I can't Uh, watch it anyway. Speaking of of coming back, what's coming? What isn't being delayed? Uh, Um, Jesus said he'll see y'all when he sees y'all. Stop it. Uh, (laughs) Morty is back next month, guys, and I I personally am very excited about that. And Insecure is back next week, so at least we've got a couple of things that are somewhat normal also we want shows that are still on the air right now and are amazing westworld and devs i cannot say it enough oh, i can't devs, stress it enough watch fucking devs if you like uh things like arrival and ex machina uh if you like good old-fashioned hard sci-fi and this one is it's believable it takes place during modern times and it takes place in a company that's very google-like and all the technology they're talking about is 
viable, if not a little, just pushed a little bit past, you know, normal current technology, like quantum computing and things like that. Um, it's really good. I recommend it highly. And I might be an Alan Garland stan. It's on my list of things to watch. I've got it. Yeah. It's amazing, and it's it's a limited series. There's only two episodes left. It's eight episodes total. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I'll finish. I'll, I'll watch that after I put um after I put Picard to bed. It's also got Allison uh, Allison Pill from Picard as well. I saw her looking very sad and white womany. So there's that. <laughs> she's she's very sinister in this, and she's like she's not the character she is in Picard. So okay, uh. Is she actually as wholesome and sweet as she is, like, further down the line in Picard? I don't want to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil things for you. Okay. Because now I'm, like, I'm looking at her. How many episodes in are you? I am, I will watch three and four, um, three and four tonight. Okay, that's when things start getting a little weird. Um, Not weird in a bad way, but, yeah, shit starts, starts coming home. There's only ten episodes total. Right. Okay. But that's right. you should be close to when they get back to seven of nine. Seven she nine looks very up. excited. She looks very excited. <laughs> I yes. love her. She's <laughs> a damn meerkat. She just popped up. You get seven of nine, and you get Hugh from the original Next Generation, one of the first Borgs. Yeah. He comes back. Yeah. And they they talk about. Uh, what is it? What was his name? Lacuitous was uh, Picard's Borg name. And there's a lot of flashbacks to him as a Borg and shit like that. It's really good. Well, that's what I got Watch planned. It. All right. Well, right. I've gotten through that. Eric, do you have any other news? Nope. Just trying to move your dog without stepping on her. She seems Whoa. sad about it. You leave I don't... her be- She's tiny and I have giant feet. My feet are bigger than her. and I don't want to step on her. So when I move my foot or something, I'm going to make sure I'm not stepping on a tiny dog. It's fine. She'll get over it. You know, she'll, Yikes, be, she'll she learn might not. To not. Listen, she'll <laughs> learn not to be places where she shouldn't be. Be cautious of my tiny, frail dog. Just step on She's her. She's not tiny she'll or frail. Her. She is a tyrant, and she'll murder you. She went back to the place that I moved her out of. Because she's like Gator. She don't give a fuck. All right. So, Speaking of Gator, also, another good show, um, Dave, the, the show about Lil Dicky. Oh yeah, you mentioned that before. Yeah, the, the character Gator. They did a really good episode of kind of about like like uh, mental health, where they reveal that Gator is actually bipolar, and you know there's a whole episode about the character Gator and like his backstory. It's really good. It's a lot more like touching than I expected. It's and it just keeps getting Netflix, not Netflix. Yeah, it's getting better every week. Like they're they're going. It's not just like oh, it's a funny haha show. No, there's mm-hmm. there's some fun issues. Cool. All right. Well, we all know that Hollywood it just it's hasn't been original in quite some time and is definitely not original in 2020. But is that necessarily a bad thing? Like, you know, do you think do you guys think that Hollywood at this point is capable of making good remakes? And I kind of want to start with you, Manero. What do you even think it takes to make a good remake? Um, for me, um, in doing research for this topic, I thought that I had a lot of remakes that I wanted. However, um, when you are doing a remake, you have to take into account even if it is needed. Also, um, how much you really 
know about the original, what you want to bring over from the original, whether it would be valued in the time and space that we have now. Um, Casting-wise, can you cast it right? Things of that nature. Um, A lot of the remakes that I wanted to do were of um, romantic comedies that were back in, like, the 80s and the 70s and, um, like, the the 90s when we weren't as respectful of race and um, gender as we could have been. Um, Also, just those romantic comedies that they put two white people together because two white people actually were popular and so they should put them in movies and they'll get money. Not that, oh, these two white people have the chemistry to pull it off. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, so um, like with To All the Boys, like I'm currently reading that book because I'm reading literally everything that I have. And Laura Jean and Peter, they did not have chemistry in the book. However, I think that the... Um, the movie Laura Jean and Peter had amazing chemistry and whoever casted them, I feel like they really worked on whether or not they matched up. And I don't think that a lot of people back when, you know, we were given movies actually did that. It was just, Hey, these two people are popular. Let's put them in a movie and they're going to sell. So what? That still happens. Like they, for movies with relatively unknown people, they will do a chemistry test and they'll put two actors together and see how they work out. But like a lot of times they're like, well, this actor is popping and this actress is popping. Let's put them together. It doesn't matter if they actually have chemistry. We're just going to throw them in there anyway because both of them are very popular. Now, do we know if they always do the chemistry test? Because if it's a test and they don't pass, then they, it should be, well, let's scrap one or the other or both. Or they'll just then do make changes to the script, try to make it work. Yeah. But you can't I'm, I'm assuming chemistry. for like, something. If they don't have chemistry, then it should yeah. be well, done. In... Usually, if if they if they don't have chemistry, then one of the two actors will get swapped out for someone else, and then they'll do the test again and see how they work out. Well, how many people got uh, swapped out in Skyscraper uh, to try to yeah. get see, to where they got? That's to. one of those situations <laughs> where The Rock is a big enough star where there's like. We don't give a fuck. Cast somebody. Okay, and that's somebody what I, that's who can, definitely yeah. what it felt like. Yeah, who can make these little mixed babies and they'll be happy. And, you know, we get a, a decent actress in, in Nev Campbell. She did great on her after own. After a while, for us, we just don't, like, for certain um, actors, we just don't care about their chemistry. Like, for example, The Rock, I know that he doesn't have chemistry with women. So anytime that I go and see a movie with him, I'm just like, well... Yeah, supposedly he had this baby with this woman. I don't see it. So Okay, but I will say this. I feel like the couple of uh, previews or trailers that I had seen for Jungle Cruise, I saw a spark of chemistry there that I'm not used to seeing him have. So With Emily Blunt? Yeah, I felt like there was a little bit of chemistry there. I feel like, yeah, but I think think more of that is like Emily Blunt just being a really good actress. Possibly. She's lovely. Probably. So... I think that's exactly what it is. So he just like her her being able to stand on her own and them giving her because like she is the star of that movie. It's not the rock and then her. It's her then the rock. Right. Where like skyscraper and every other thing the rock has done. It's like the rock is the main star. Let's throw him with a woman who can, you know, make him little mixed babies. Well, for his love interest, it wasn't really Neb Campbell. It was his leg. That was the love interest. (laughs) Yeah. 
it was, was no, I'm, not, I'm being very duct- serious. It was. Yeah, and his relationship with duct tape and how it solves everything. Yeah, or the and fact like, that like he loses and, his leg. Spoiler alert! Yeah. And then he has to still carry on. Like it was that was big. I felt it. Supposed to like swap his leg for Nev Campbell. Like he loses the leg and then Nev Campbell is there. That is and sad. you know, then he makes little babies and they're like, let's go to China. Yeah. <laughs> and and we gotta we gotta fight porn stash. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean. I, I, I think that the casting is a big part of it too, but I think that for me, when I think about remakes, if there's not a real value add in like technology, for example, to me, there's like, there's no point in remaking the movie. So like, you know, even outside of the things, I thought that you brought up some really good points about like, there's just the social justice pieces of it, where we've got these movies that are classics. Like, for example, if they redid Gone with the Wind today, what the fuck would that look like? You see what I mean? If If they actually did try to atone for some of the mistakes around how African Americans were treated in that movie and, and in that time. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, obviously you can do that, but I'll go back to like something like The Goonies, right? Goonies is a great movie. And there are some of these social implications that we're, you know, we're talking about, but not as heavy in that particular movie as a bunch of other ones. But if they could take pretty much that same cast, don't change anything about it except just make the technology better to make all of the effects better. Like, that to me would be a great remake. The problem is, is that we probably wouldn't get all of that, right? They would change the script. We won't have kids that are as great as those kids were. Um, I, think, I think you could still do that. I mean, look at, at It. The only thing that changed about It really was the generation. Instead of it taking place in the 60s, it took place in the 80s. True. Yeah. And you still have a great cast of new kids. And some would say... It the movie series is better than it the original miniseries. Hands down. Outside yeah. of maybe the performance of Tim Curry, who, as much as I I love the new Pennywise, Tim Curry is still Tim Curry. <sighs> okay, I'm not going to be in the in the majority here, and I also love Tim Curry, but Skarsgård's Pennywise was much more frightening. No, it's scarier, but he didn't have the same amount of lines or delivery as well, Tim Curry. Well, that's true too. Yeah, yeah, but I I agree. I think like especially when you saw in that first trailer where they pretty much did shot for shot the original trailer, it was like just so well done, and the kids were cast so incredibly well that well, it. God. No, I was gonna say that. I just think it it that is one of those rare examples of a remake that was really really good, if not better than the original. But would we would would we attribute that to the director? loving the source material and wanting to do right by it. Because I feel like sometimes it's, well, I'm just going to put my own stamp on it. And then sometimes it's, I love this, but I feel like I can make it better in my own way. And here's how. I think that's where you get into the slippery slope though. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Stephen King, 
it, just to stick on Stephen King for a second, like Stephen King has famously hated certain versions of his movies or, or of his stories and liked other versions. You know, it is a great example where he actually didn't have as many problems with the original and he came out and admitted that he loved what they did this time around with it. Um, but there hasn't been a version of The Shining yet that he actually really liked. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where, to me, all source material doesn't need to be a movie. And I think that that's part of the problem, that if you can really love the source material and be true to the source material and still fuck it up on screen, because it probably should have never been a movie. Um, and the, the well, I mean, Stephen King is a prime example of that you can love and write the source material yourself and direct it and still fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, fucking Maximum Overdrive. But also the real director of that movie was cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) All true. All incredibly true. But yeah, so I I think that that does. Cocaine is a writing credit, though. Just not the directing credit. (laughs) But I think that that does happen a lot. And, like, I think especially, especially things that are translated from, like, books to movies, that gets wonky. Um, I think sci-fi ideas are are difficult but i mean hell as much as i love the kids that did it i would love to see like the original potter movie redone oh yes you know what i mean better technology I, i actually never had a problem with the script because i felt like of all of the movies it's one of the ones that stayed closest to the book even though it was like three and a half hours long which is why they started changing all the other ones because they were too long um but just the technology alone would be worth to me remaking that movie, and I would be really excited to see it. But then here comes the problem of casting. Could you possibly cast a cast that is better than the original cast? Yes, because there is a boy out there with Lily's eyes. Um, I say that... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, I say yes, uh, but not as a movie, maybe as a miniseries. Because I want Quidditch. I never really got, like, the Quidditch practices. And I want Goblet of Fire to be done the way Goblet of Fire is supposed to be done. You know what? I feel like they could do a really good, like, let the the BBC, like, invest in it. Mm -hmm. Do Harry Potter over as a a show. Do it as each book is a season. Mm -hmm. That way you get a chance to, you know, flesh out the entire book. I think it would be a really good idea. But would you, okay. Would you give and it to the BBC? Definitely recast. Would you give it to the BBC? Well, no. Daniel Radcliffe well, could I mean, be his dad now. Yeah. Right. Uni- Universal owns the rights. Universal and Warner Brothers. So, like, I'm pretty sure they could shell out and BBC. put it. No. no, no. But it, this would be something where I know Warner Brothers is coming out with their own streaming service. You know, it, part of it is the DC universe, but that's all going to get folded into the Warner Brothers thing. Invest some money. Make it a series. I feel like that's that's a subscribable thing people would subscribe to that service just for harry potter the show i would yep Yep. those people me i'm those people yeah Yeah, no i would redo the entire thing as a series and each book is a single is a season so each season be what 13 episodes 10 to 13 you know that's what that's what i was saying like if you give it to the bbc you have to tell them that you want it to be a little bit longer, not as long as we Americans like to have things because we have filler for no apparent reason whatsoever. And yeah. while filler would be good, I want it to be concise and um, American shows you know, being done 22, right. 24 episodes is way too right. much. 
Yeah. If you if you have to go over thirteen, like ten to thirteen is the magic number. Yeah. I feel like the the script is already written out. Yeah. Just read the effing books. Like each one of those books is literally like hours. Not right. not yeah. a movie. Hours. Expand where you need to. Get kids that are age appropriate. That way, you know, you have kids that are starting. What what grade do they start it's with like in the book? Grade. Yeah, that way you get young kids that can every year they can continue to make the show up until they graduate high school or or you know fuck uh, Hogwarts. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> until they leave. Well, Ron and yeah. Harry leave. Hermione goes back because you know got to get all that knowledge. Right, because she got to run shit one day. Mm-hmm. So she got she that knowledge. Know it all. Know it all, this kid. Fuck you. Also, I would like to say she got that time turner year one. Dumbledore gave that time turner to her year fucking one, but whatever. Go on. Still breaking the rules and showing favoritism. Year one, though. He saw something in her year favoritism. one. Just saying. Just the saying. Rules. Dumbledore's trash. We're not having the Hermione breaking the rules argument today, you two. So, no, no, no. It was just on the background, and I Stop. heard it, and I was Stop. like, ooh. No. Shut it. Put your, put a pen in that. Let's get back to remakes. Prisoner Azkaban is really good. I put a pen in it. <laughs> No, it's pin, not a pen. That's what I said, a pen. You're saying pen. You're saying it's pen. A pin. It's a pin. Yeah. Pin. Pin, not pen. P-I-N. Yeah, not like P-I-N. drop a pin. You can, you can put my foot up your ass and shut the fuck up. I said your what I said. Put your flout. It's a pin. <laughs> put a, put a pen in it, guys. Put a pen in it. Let's move along. Pin, pen, fuck you. Anyway. Different you, you materials. That was hilarious. I'm sorry. No, you're I not. Put a pen in it, Manira. <laughs> I will put a pen in it. Yeah, you can't put, put a pen, pen in it, though. And it'll be actually thicker. And then maybe you'll really just shut the fuck that's up because it's taking up no, so much of space. Baby, that's Clearly, not you're supposed not, to be, though. Yeah, so you're not getting the, the sewing thing here. Oh. You don't put a pen in it. Pen in. Maybe you do. You no, don't. you don't. Ask any seamstress. You I'm going to do it. Go for it. Sure. Anyway, I would put a pen in my shirt pocket. I'm not putting a pin in my shirt pocket. I hate you. Can you put a pen in it? (laughs) All right. So, Eric, um, we kind of talked about a couple of things that Manira and I would want to see remade. Anything jump out there to you or any like real hesitations that you have around just the idea of remaking something at this point? Remember a touchy subject. Like you can do it right, or you can do it very, very wrong. Um, a couple of examples of doing it right are things like The Thing, John Carpenter's remake of Thing from Another World from the 30s. Almost nothing in common with the original outside of the name, but agreeable that it is a far superior movie than the original. And the uh, unfortunate sequel that came out in 2014. It's not very good. Don't watch it. But John Carpenter's The Thing, 1982, amazing. That that's a great remake. Um, even things like um, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, a remake of the original 1970s Dawn of the Dead, but some would say equal, if not better, in a couple ways. They make I the zombies faster. Yeah, it, it doesn't have the same like social commentary, but it is a more effective scary movie than Dawn of the Dead. But it, it's a touchy subject with remakes, especially when it comes to like horror and sci-fi. Um, I do agree with Manira about like remakes on romantic comedies. A good example of a re- recent remake was uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral that they made into a series on Hulu. 
thought that was a really good remake and was less boring and had less annoying white people. It did. It had one annoying white woman, and you know she she was there because gotta have one. Was the worst. Yeah. Well, it had two annoying white women, but one of them had a reason for being annoying. Her husband died. Um, I didn't think she was that she annoying. Got, she got better as the series went she on. She started she annoying. She did. Yeah. Well, no, she started annoying because she thought that she was her best friend and the annoying white woman didn't tell her that, no, I have a best friend. It's not really you. Sorry. That can be upsetting. That's, that's a good example of a remake. Um, and we were talking about it earlier. Westworld is another example of a really good remake. Westworld, oh, I didn't know it was a remake. Remake the, uh, the 70s movie with Yul Brenner. The show and the movie have almost nothing in common. And the show is better. It's so good. Yeah. the They take the example from the movie about basically being, um, you know, a park with the, where the robots come to life and start attacking the guests. Whereas the show is about a park and it's about robots, but it's more about the AI singularity and just the, the concept of robots developing their own intelligence and coming to the point like, if you want to fall down a rabbit hole, look up the singularity and then... Tell me how you never want to touch anything that thinks for itself again. It's, um, especially if you're watching Westworld right now, especially this new season where they're kind of building up to stuff like that. But I'm, that's a good example of what you make. I'm surprised you didn't talk about uh, Thor Ragnarok being the remake for Thor. Well, it's <laughs> kind of a soft reboot, which was smart. <laughs> they, they don't... Uh, they Am I lying, Maria? <laughs> no, that's why I'm laughing so hard because you're you're not wrong. It, it, when you said you were watching the the original <laughs> Thor movie today, like instantly, I was like, "But why? <laughs> like, why would anybody watch that more than once? It's so bad." It is. It is. Yeah. It's a soft reboot. It's they they don't like dissolve the first two movies, but they change the tone completely, <laughs> which is very smart. That was a hiccup, by the way. I feel like you don't um, yeah, they have changed to watch the tone. The first two to um, watch Ragnarok, though, because I feel like you they pieced a few things you together. Should. Yeah, like they mention characters from the other movies a little bit, but um, and especially with um, like the Loki show and the uh, uh, what is it, WandaVision, mm-hmm. uh, some of the same characters from Thor. The first two, like um, Canning's character, is coming back during WandaVision and a couple of those things. So you, you should watch them. They're they're decent movies, but like the change in tone makes Here's so much thing, more though, sense. But I like the second one. I know I'm in the minority. I hated the first one, and I actually like the second one. I know. I know it's I'm in really? the minority. I did. I did. I, I like all three. I three is the best in my opinion, but I like yeah. all three. Yeah, three is the best by far, but I I like the second one. Oh no. No, I, mean, listen, I didn't like the way they killed Frigga. Here, I didn't like the way they killed Frigga. And um, here's the thing: like, I'm really gonna piss you off. I actually like the second Thor better than I like the first Captain America. Oh, then you really? Know. Right? Yep. Yep. You're gross. No, yeah, the first well, Captain America. Gross, but that's where I'm not, at. It's not the best in that first, uh, the first phase, because the it's first not. Captain America is essentially. And and funny enough, it is directed by Joe Johnson, who did The Rocketeer. It's very much like The Rocketeer. It's it's based in its own little time period. Oh, I love The Rocketeer. You're double dumb now. Right. Oh, Maria, no. (laughs) Listen, I said what I said. I don't care. Yeah, I'm entitled to like what I like. Thank you very much. You are. The concept of remaking a lot of romantic comedies, and hopefully, 
being a little less offensive. Like if they were to remake, like think of Sixteen Candles. That's Sixteen Candles. Yeah. You have Wong Duck Dong, who is just a gigantic caricature of an Asian man. You have the fact that um, what's the name's girlfriend, Jake's girlfriend, gets drunk and he basically sells her to this dorky little kid who could have dated her. Yep. Um. Yeah. It, it's. Oof, there's a lot going on there. So there I like is. to see that and focus more on Molly Ring- Ringwald's character and less on the possible date rape and the exploitation of an Asian, Asian man. I mean, but that's literally every romantic comedy, oh, yeah. anti comedy between 1982 and 2000. Yeah, say watch uh, Weird Science or uh, One of the Guys. All of those like classic 80s rom coms. Mm-hmm. They're real bad. Watch them now. Yeah, I, I feel like we could just redo them. them. Huh? What? I said, but I still love Weird Science. Girl, I, I would, still love like, all of them, but I know yeah. that they they are horrible. Yeah, and they're bad. To be cleaned up. But I think that all of those could safely be remade, right? It, and and maybe even be as good or better than the originals. Yeah. I feel like where where the remakes really get tricky and really end up like just ruining my my day is when they try to do a lot of the action remakes and and honestly some of the horror remakes as well like psycho or yes psycho is a great example um psycho I th- an example of too much of a good thing like psycho is literally shot for shot remake and you didn't need that like no. it, it's Gus Van Sant saying, I'm going to remake this entirely. I'm not going to change a single thing. So while it is technically competent, it's boring. Yeah. We've seen this yeah, and I've seen it done better. We didn't need you to remake it because part of the beauty of the original was how the original was done yeah. by Hitchcock at that time. So if you're just going to give me the exact same thing that Hitchcock did today. And the fact that it was in the original was in black and white. It, right. Is, you know. Right. Which makes yeah. it creepy. Like, right. yeah. Psycho in color is not scary. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 and Vince Vaughn is not scary to me. Not scary no, enough. No, but I, I don't think that's his fault. I think that's more them yeah. deciding to do a shot-for-shot remake. Had they, like, changed it up and, like, given him a couple of new lines and let him be more Vince Vaughn and less try to be, um, what was his name from the original Psycho? You know what I'm talking about. Norman Bates' character. Yeah. But, I don't yeah, know the let actor's Vince name. Vaughn, yeah. Let Vince Vaughn right be. I know, right? I know, right? It's on the tip of my tongue and I can't think of it. Um, but yeah, like okay. stuff like that. I do think now would be the perfect time if they wanted to remake something like Monster Squad. I think Monster Squad remade now would be very good. And it would be less homophobic <laughs> because they do drop a lot of F-bombs in that movie for children. And I don't mean the four-letter F-bombs. Anthony Perkins. <laughs> I did know it. Anthony Perkins. Yeah. The, yeah. The remake. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Plus, they could actually make the monster scary. Like, the guy right. that yeah. plays Dracula wouldn't like the guy that's on a pizza box. He really wasn't scary. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, that's how I feel about that. Like, Goonies. Like, you know what I would love to have remade? Um, And you could keep the entire original script Right? Just give me updated actors and all the updated technology. The original Indiana Jones movie. The first one. Oh, I was going to say, we, we've been doing that. We did that with, it was called Crystal Skull, and it was terrible. No, no, no. no. Don't do that. Updated Stop the technology. It. Stop it. Why do you have to bring up Crystal Skull? Stop How it. First off, okay, no, I'm not, I mean, it, I, it, is, it is enjoyable. I don't hate it, but it is definitely not my favorite Indiana Jones movie. But I think... 
the the original Indiana Jones and the concept of like Nazis doing all this black magic shit and you're going all over the world. Like it was so amazing. But when you look back now, the technology was so terrible, right? That I would just love to see it revamped with like new technology. That that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, like seeing Nazis' faces melt off is still effective from the original Rage of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Like you want to keep that effect? More, yeah, they could do it more graphically, but the 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 effect of them basically using like candle wax and melting their faces off in layers, it's still effective. I guess you're right. You would keep Harrison Ford? No. And that's why I said, give me someone new. Give me the same script. I like the script. Who oh, you mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'd take like a, and this might be blasphemy, I would take someone like Channing Tatum. Actually, I don't disagree with that. Oh. I think he could pull it off. Mm. He's, he's a decent enough actor. Yeah, he's, he's old enough to be—he's old enough to be believable as someone who like is an archaeology professor because mm. he's in his you know mid to late thirties. You know, is he smart don't, don't get don't get me a twenty-year-old. Don't get no, me. No, I wouldn't get a twenty-year-old. Did Harrison no. Ford make you think he was smart enough? A little bit, yeah. No, he was a good enough actor that I believed that. Yeah, he has to be, you know, charming. He has to be handsome because, you know, watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, all the women in his class were literally just in the class for Harrison Ford. Yeah, no, I feel that. You know, they were like, oh, Dr. Jones. It's the 1950s. <laughs> Why do they have to say it like that, though? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't small fry, Eric. Right. <laughs> Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. They weren't doing that. Uh, that was short round, not short small round. fry, you racist. <laughs> Something small. Small fry. God. I was just gonna let you go, Maria. I'm so sorry. <laughs> How dare you? In forever, and I Temple could not remember. I knew who you meant, Maria. <laughs> no time for love, Professor Jones. Yeah, you you get the line wrong. It's Doctor Jones. <laughs> Listen, after the pen incident, and I wasn't on your side. I was just gonna let this one slide by. People call y'all. Put a pen in it. And move on. <laughs> Hold on, but wait a second. Would that be another one though? Um, yes. That would need to be redone yes. because, like, the extremely yes. racial in that movie. What Temple of Doom? Um, it, yeah, it's a little racist. Yes. It's oh, not a as bad as some it's, stuff from the. Like yes, yes the, he has a, a, a Asian child performing all this weird stuff, but like I would also it, say it the can... ritual the ritual scenes, those were a little no, bit much awesome. as well. Yeah, those were those, got, it wasn't much. a bunch of white dudes in makeup. That's it's not any better. Like we don't know that the natives would be that way. So mm-mm, no. That one takes like place it. in what? Um is it in it was either it? it was either Pakistan like, or India, but I think it was yeah, I think Pakistan. Yeah, it's like Southeast Asia. Yeah, like t- closer to India. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it, it was Pakistan. I think it's supposed to be like a a, a fictional country, but yeah, it's supposed to be closer because it starts in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. However, I know I know right. what I'm watching when it I watch is, it. It's well, definitely my favorite, and I it's, know it starts in Hong Kong, so that at least makes sense with short round. Like he has a little Chinese kid with him. Mm. And that's like English is his second language. I'm not. I'm not like mansplaining away and trying you to excuse the, the optimism of Temple of Doom. But like, it's not like he's in America and he has a little Chinese kid with him named Short Round who talks in broken English. If you have to tell me you're not mansplaining it, then you kind of are mansplaining it. 
I can do that. I'm not white. I can say it's not racist. Oh, okay. Okay. Those are the rules. I didn't make them up. On your 23 and me, is that one of the is that one of the places where you're part? I am more than a more than a quarter sub-Saharan African. You take oh. it up with the ghost of Dr. King. Okay, I will. Yeah, so a lot of it was shot in Sri Lanka, but it was supposed to be India. Okay. Then it may be a little racist if it's India. Yeah. Oh, now 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 we've come to terms with it. Thank you. It was always a little racist, Eric. I'm sorry. I love the movie, but you got to call a spade a spade. Right. That's a racist term too. Is it? I, think I always so. thought about it coming from the card perspective holy no, shit i, I need to look that up because if it is i never want to say that again oh my god i think it is yeah. i will look you and i later. you and i are seeing eye to eye with the card thing but i do think it's racist because i said it once in a group of people and they kind of just looked at me like hmm and i think they looked at me and gave me car blanche because i i wasn't saying it in the term that i think it's meant to be but i think it is Everyone's doing I know. Apparently. <laughs> okay. No. No. According to the uh, source of all online knowledge, Wikipedia, it actually is not. It did not start. the the or The origin did not come from a racist place. Um, but it got there. <laughs> it got there because you know. Well, most things do. They just right. got there. <laughs> But that is, but it's not where it started, so I feel a little better about it. Oof. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm careful because sometimes I find out things that are like have a racist background, like people calling like saying that you've been gypped is racist to people who like and even calling people gypsies is a little racist. Yeah. 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 So uh, you know, trying to figure out what Manira is doing. It looks like her microphone is now taking her back. <laughs> 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 Her microphone was just standing up. Hey guys, it's the Mike show with me, Mike Mike. All right. I was getting something off camera. (laughs) Guys, we are not. Check on your friends, okay? Because (laughs) none of us are doing okay. This COVID-19 lockdown, while necessary, so keep your asses at home, people. Still, check on your folks. Make sure they're doing okay. Because I'm looking at Manira on screen and she's not doing (laughs) okay. I'm not okay. And I'm not a social person. Like, I don't actually need to be out in the world. But like most people, being I kept my ass at home like everyone's supposed to. I've been in the house for a month now. And my psyche, it's 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 doing something to it. I have to constantly tell myself, it's okay. We're doing what we're supposed to do. It's fine. We'll work through it. You know, because I don't want to. I mean, yeah, no, check on your friends. You, depression you can take is a walk around your neighborhood. Like, no, not I don't around trust, this neighborhood. No, I don't trust the people. going up and down the room. No, well, here in in my neighborhood, literally, the police have started like patrolling and trying to make sure people keeping their asses in their house. Yeah. So I think like the CDC guideline says you can take a walk or like ride a bike on your block. Uh, like don't go. Yeah, but here's the thing: our our sage Governor Hogan here in Maryland was like, keep your asses in the house, and I said what I said. And the police departments are running around because there's a fine associated with it. Yeah. Like if you're caught out unnecessarily or if you're congregating with more than I think now it's seven people, yeah. it's like a three thousand dollar fine. I ain't got that type of money. So Hogan coming, yo. I'll just sit there. I'll just sit there in my backyard. Yeah. That's well, before we wrap up, guys, did you guys have any uh, final thoughts around re- to remake or not to remake? I don't think they're all bad. 
I think they're bad when they come from a place of like, let's remake this for the money. If it's someone who has a legitimately good idea, like look at things like Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven is a remake and easily better than the original. The original yeah. was just a vehicle to get the Rat Pack in a movie, whereas the new one, like these are good heist movies. They mm-hmm. like brought back the concept of a heist movie for a long time. Yeah. You know, you get stuff like uh, Now You See Me after that and just fun heist movies. And I assume we'll get more of those thanks to things like not heist, but like murder mysteries are on the on the rise again. You you have things like um, Knives Out and Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, I would say Murder on the Orient Express was really good. And they did make a sequel. Well, I, I don't know if it's delayed now because of the, the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they can put it on Amazon getting... Prime. I'd watch it. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, of things getting shifted, I should have brought this up in the news. Um, the Disney film um, Artemis Fowl is now being pushed to Disney Plus. I'm, I'm super excited about that. Yeah, because yeah, I actually want to see that. Yep. But I'm debating on whether I want to try to read the books before I see it. I wanted to see it, but I don't. It, none of it really looked like that out of the ordinary where I was like, this is the movie series that I need to get behind because they put a lot of money into it. And to, for them to push it to Disney Plus means they probably didn't have that much faith in it. So it's supposed oh. to be a series because I know it's based on a series of books, but yeah. Yeah. It, it better do big numbers on Disney Plus if you want to get that sequel. All I right. said it should have been, I asked you when we first saw the trailer, if it should have been a series rather than a, like a television series rather than a, or a miniseries rather, rather than a um, movie series. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know. I don't have enough background on the books, but like just looking at the trailer, I was like, this doesn't really look all that exciting to me. I was and say, I know Manera, I'm not the target audience because I'm not a teenager, but still. I would say, Manira, ask Mike. My Mike, not cousin Mike, because he's he actually read all the books. He's a huge Artemis Fowl fan, so he could oh. probably tell you if it's something that should be. He better get on Disney Plus and watch that shit like thirty times. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. But I would say double check with him. All right. Well, I would say that with that, we're ready to move to uh, Manira's grab bag. But I'm I'm not sure if if we do we gotta grab one grab one this week or grab one. No, we don't. We don't. Here goes. As he gave you a little. Yeah, Zach just gave you some feedback. She loves the grab bag. It's her favorite part of the show. That's what she was. Gang, 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 gang. I think it's just because real Slytherin recognize real Slytherin. My puppy is a Slytherin. We we know this. Um, no, we didn't have any, I think everybody is pretty much on the same page. Uh, remakes are hard and it's hard to actually figure out what to do and what would be a good remake to make. So, um, no, nobody said anything. Everybody was real quiet. All right. Well, with that, guys, as always, we want to thank you for listening. If you like the episode, please rate us, drop a review, subscribe to the podcast. Yo, your friends are out there now asking for podcasts to listen to because they're bored out of their minds. Maybe suggest ours. They won't fall asleep to it, hopefully. Um, But either way, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Our handle on both is at ConcentratedPod. Next week, actually, it's our anniversary, y'all. We've been doing this for a whole damn year. Is it? Here's yeah. the thing. I was just looking at. I thought it was at... this episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's what no, I'm no, 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 no. It is next week. We, uh, we, we taped or we posted our first. Well, we did our first um, episode on April 13th of 2000. 
19. So yeah, technically okay. next week is going to be our first year anniversary. Look at us. So, I know. We're like a real couple, y'all. None of nobody remembers the actual. <laughs> I actually <laughs> that shit up. That's how I knew, guys. Say <laughs> so we've made it 50 episodes, so. We have. So this week we've made 50 episodes, and our 51st episode will be one year of us talking about absolutely nothing with you guys every it week. It should be 52 episodes, if that would be you want to be a full year, like. 52 weeks in a year, we do this weekly, that would be... Well, no, because we skipped two weeks. This is not what yeah, you so, brought yeah, yeah. to the table Fucking when we nerd. were doing, when we were no. having our conversation about this. You said you were sitting in a chair far away from us, and we were trying to get things together, and you were like, well, I can't hear you, take off. That's back before we took a week off for vacation, and then the week off because we all had the fucking plague. But you knew we, we cannot, were doing, you knew we we were doing the week off. You knew we, we were doing uh, the week off for vacation, though. She didn't know we were doing the week corona. off because we had corona. <laughs> and and we're joking, but not really. We think we might have actually had coronavirus back yeah, in January. Yeah, we go to all of them World and Universal. Yeah, all in the same like week. And there's a lot of people and just a lot of like unsanitary things happening at that those parks. So who knows? Even but, if we did or didn't, like, still try to avoid it. Yeah. So fucking back back to our fucking anniversary, Eric. It is our anniversary next week, guys. And so we're going to take it back to where it all started. And we are going to be talking movies. Obviously, nobody's getting to the theater right now to see new releases. But uh, movie theaters and all of the streaming services are bringing a lot of these releases that are still meeting deadlines and things like that um, onto to streaming um, channel. Um, streaming services or what have you and plus there's just a lot of stuff still on netflix and hulu that everybody hasn't watched so we are going to be talking movies next week we'd love to hear what you guys are watching um during these times what you're excited to be watching what you're sad has been delayed what you think the movie the summer movie season is going to look like um either way we want to hear your thoughts so you can send us those questions. You can also send us any topics you'd like us to cover or feedback to at concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can drop us a message on our Facebook page, um, which is Concentrated Podcast. And lastly, you can leave us a voicemail at 301-431-4393. Again, uh, 301-431-4393. And that is it for this week. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, also, not to jump in, but if you call the voicemail number... Make sure you leave no, because we get a lot of like missed call alerts, but we don't oh, get that's voicemails. True. So like if you call, it someone's not gonna answer that call. It's an automated number. Just leave a voicemail. That's that's what the line is for. We're not picking up that phone. Just it, it's a Google voice number. Just leave a message. Just for voicemail. Yeah, just for voicemail. So oh, if, wait, if no wait, one wait. answers, like don't oh, this motherfucker. Now you're interrupting me. What do you what do you yes. Yes, because we didn't do this in the news in Monero, we should have. We needed to give our uh, crudgingly pain in the ass co-host a shout out because he finally got out of his own head a little bit and has been posting some of his amazing artwork oh my God, on his Instagram. Yes! And the Michael B. Jordan not only liked both of the pictures that he did of him as Killmonger, he actually commented. This yeah. motherfucker kind of knows Michael B. Jordan now, and we're all jealous. I don't know him it's like no, you, it's, you know him. he commented on your art now it's you like six forgot about that michael b Jones. <laughs> well done so you're like kind of famous and we can't stand it it's a lot yeah yeah 
Oh, but those so, were really good. So he he had every right to like and comment because they were really good, Eric. Maybe he needs to do some Eva, Eva work because he did Gina. Gina well, liked for, it. He does versus, Michael B. Jordan. Ava. It's Ava. Don't. don't. Yeah, it's, no, well, not it's Eva. 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 Sorry, I know an Eva, so that's why I said Eva. Ava. Maybe you need to do an Ava. Gina liked it when you did hers. Michael liked ben. it when you did his. Ben. I'm just saying. All right, whatever. Well, if for for some entertainment, guys, check out Instagram. Also, definitely <laughs> check out uh, Eric's Instagram, Disposable Pal. He always is putting up really good artwork and other types of shit. Um, I don't put anything on. Well, no, it's, you can come to mine and mostly, see puppies. As I say, mine is mostly my dog and my car and art, <laughs> and sometimes jam stuff. Mine. Yeah, like, like I don't have anything going on on mine. <laughs> mine is mine is pretty quiet. It's yeah. just the things that I like. Dog, car, <laughs> drawing. All right. Well, regardless, we've given you all the ways to find us. So find us, y'all, and have a good week. Stay sane. Bye. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your hands. Yeah. I want to get out of my house. Yeah. Bye. Peace.